consumer problems. Who wants them? I surely don't. I mean, not my own, that is. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm always ready and happy to help others. However, I don't want my own, nor can I handle them. I basically turn to mush when I'm confronted with my own personal consumer disputes. And let me tell you, I have had my share of them these past several months. In this episode of the Consumer Toolbox, I will share my own personal consumer issues with you and the outcome of each. I hope you can learn from my own personal experiences. Welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox. I'm your host, Milagros. Well, first I want to extend my apologies for my long absence these past few months. But I think you will understand or maybe even sympathize with me after you hear this episode. Yes, I too have consumer issues. Some small, others not so small by any means. In fact, I wish I had a button to press to have them all go away. Now, wouldn't that be nice? Or better yet, I wish I had someone who could handle them for me. I promise you that I never, ever complain about helping others. In fact, I thrive on helping consumers resolve their disputes. And I must say that I am often told that I'm pretty good at it too. But honestly, I just don't like it when I have my own. So, since June of this year, I have been dealing with one personal consumer issue after another. It all began in late June when my husband and I were having preventative maintenance service done on our central air system and the technician stepped outside of a beam up in the attic and fell through our ceiling. Boy, what a mess that was. The owner of the company owned up to it and offered to make things right. I was happy about that. Well, that was until he sent a handyman to repair the extensive damage done to our home. As a consumer advocate, I knew what to ask. So I asked the handyman for his proper credentials, home improvement registration, license, and so forth and so on. And his response was that having a license and being registered in Massachusetts is a scam. Well, I quickly corrected him, and I never heard from him again. Ultimately, after things went dormant for a few months, I sent a certified letter to the HVAC company asking them to turn the matter over to their insurance company. They obliged, and I filed a formal complaint with them, and they accepted liability and paid for the damages. Then there was an issue with a pergola we custom ordered in March, with a delivery date set for July. Well, July was fast approaching, and we learned that the pergola was on back order and wouldn't be delivered until after Labor Day. Then, on the day of the actual delivery, we learned that the measurements were submitted incorrectly and the pergola was not going to fit. The company genuinely owned up to their mistake and graciously offered us a generous discount if we allowed them another chance. We agreed but extended the delivery to spring of 2022, so I'm hoping and trusting that things will go swiftly then. In the midst of all this, our freezer broke. We paid for a replacement part, and three months went by and still no working freezer. It wasn't until I called the business and requested a refund 
that the part was mysteriously located and installed four days later. So, just recently, I purchased a new dinette set for my parents as an early Christmas present. Clearly, I was concerned with the shortage of supplies and shipments being delayed. When delivery came this week, we quickly discovered that the product was defective. The legs on the table and most of the chairs were pretty uneven, and the set was of inferior quality than the one on store display. When I called to request a refund, I was told on the phone that the store policy is all sales final. So I went to the store and challenged them and exercised my power under the Massachusetts Implied Warranty of Merchantability in order to be able to return the item in exchange for a full refund. While at the store, I also informed them that they were in violation for not posting their return policy in a clear and conspicuous manner. And since I'm on the roll here, let me share another personal consumer story with you. Last month, my best friend asked me to help her shop for her new car. That request was right up my alley. Well, as you all know, there is currently not only a shortage of used cars, but the prices are insanely higher than normal, leaving consumers with little to no wiggle room for price negotiation. Of course, we did our extensive online research before we went to any particular dealer, and my friend was sure to get pre-approved by her local bank. When she finally finds a car that checks off all of her required boxes, that being safety, reliability, condition, very low miles, and price bracket, she moves forward with making an offer. But here's the highlight of the story. She agrees to purchase the car for the asking price. But after the salesman returns with the paperwork, consumer advocate me quickly notices that the general manager reduced the sales price by $1,000. So I quickly congratulate my girlfriend on the discounted price and the salesman states, oh no, that was a mistake. And I'm quick to respond, oh well, it's in black and white and she's signing it. So then he quickly congratulated her on the purchase. So the caveat here is read before you sign. In this particular case, for instance, it was in the consumer's favor. Well, I think I've exhausted myself from reliving my bad consumer experiences these past few months. I do want you to know that facing my own consumer challenges and hurdles makes me appreciate the work I do so much more, as well as the service that our local consumer program of the Attorney General's office provides to consumers day in and day out. From a consumer's perspective, there's no doubt that consumer disputes are exhausting and challenge our patience. I know this all too well, as you just heard. What I want you to learn from my own experience is that when you are feeling overwhelmed with your consumer situation, step aside or take a step back from it all. I certainly did. Time is not going to resolve the issue, but it's going to allow you time to gather your thoughts and face your situation in a more composed and organized manner. You see, these days we as consumers are often too quick to speak our mind, express our emotions, lose our cool, demand results on the spot. Should I say more? From experience, both on a personal and professional level, 
consumers are almost always right. However, we should be mindful that we must be careful that we don't handle our situation the wrong way or at the wrong time. So, I hope I have empowered you with my stories in this episode and look forward to doing it again in the coming episodes of the Consumer Toolbox. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate this episode and subscribe to the Consumer Toolbox. I also encourage you to share your new knowledge with others or better yet, share the link with them. In the meantime, stay safe and be well. Until next time.